welcome to episode four of the podcast, COVID College, hosted today by myself, Quinn Rogers, and my co-host, Jens Hoff. Both of us are incoming freshmen at the University of Michigan. I'm an undecided major from San Jose, California, and Jens is a business major from Norway. And today, we will be discussing about the COVID situation among professional sports and college athletics. So, Jens, how's it going? I'm fine, thank you. It's nice to finally be in the U.S. after a long wait, and uh, I'm happy to, to finally begin my college career. It's definitely, definitely, definitely different around here than it is in Norway, I bet. Yeah, sports in Norway started uh, a couple of months ago now, and... Uh, they're still going on, uh, and it's not only the professionals; it's also uh, the younger ones, uh, which is uh, not the same as in the U.S. right now. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, what would you say is different besides just being open, allowing more people to like participate in athletics? Um. It has a lot to do with um, the people taking responsibility for their own actions really early on. Um, yeah. And that has definitely made it possible for not only the professionals, but uh, the amateurs as well. Yeah, it's totally different here. Um, definitely where I'm from in California, I know sports have been pretty much shut down. Some some amateurs have been starting to train, but besides that, it's always under COVID protocols. Um, I'd say this whole situation in the U.S. is a lot more extreme than it is other places. But I know call it for college, it's a lot more difficult than it is for professionals. So. Yeah, and um, like it's it's obviously more difficult for a country of the size of the U.S. as well, because um, you obviously have a lot more people with uh, more um, more of a diverse uh, opportunity on the topic um, in comparison with Norway, where it's it's few people living and uh, it's more easy to like manage and control uh, the people during a period like this. But uh, as of the uh, the college experience, what I've noticed pretty early on is that there's a lot of restrictions and uh, it's taken really seriously uh, with the coronavirus from the, yeah. from the men's soccer team. It's definitely been a change, but there's some things I don't really understand, especially how, especially how um, professional sports, they... They're allowed to go out into like a certain area or like a city where they're like restricted from outside contact, which allows them to be able to play. And I'm, I've always just kind of wondered like, why can't, why can't college sports be like that? Why can't, like certain conferences do that. I know like 
it may be different for some of the other universities and colleges that don't get as much income as like a school like Michigan. But I feel that like if there was a possibility that to limit COVID spread, I would say definitely like you could divide it up by regions and have like one region be like three or four different conferences, another region the same, all just based on the area where each university and college is. Yeah, and um, there's definitely like a health and safety concern for the students, student-athletes. You don't want to have people traveling too much around and uh, in fear of spreading the virus, and therefore like uh, having smaller conferences or conferences that are divided into smaller groups and areas of the country would be a better solution. And um, I think, but I think like if you were to uh, run a season right now, uh, it will like, it won't be good like economically as well, because there's a lot of cost containment as a whole in many areas. And um, I think it's easier for uh, professional teams that they still have the TV income from people watching the game. But I think more of the income in college sports is from people attending the games. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, I would think, I would think that even if sports were to be regulated in college or restricted to like certain cities, that they would be able to like televise it, because I know it it may be different in the Big Ten because they definitely get a good amount of revenue. But I know with the Big Ten, they get, they get, they're able to stream games on TV. And yeah. it honestly, I, I don't know if it, if the schools profit from that, but if they do, it's definitely a big bonus. Um, I just don't, I understand that like COVID is definitely like something to be care- careful about, especially because athletics is a lot of athletics is high contact, especially in the fall. And I just want to like, I'm just like confused, but also like, I also just want to like know why. Yeah. Why, um, but, but don't you think so that by running a season right now, don't you think that it would probably like ruin some of the student athlete experience? Well, yeah, for sure it would ruin. Well, I mean, just in general, this whole this whole year is kind of ruined for the student yeah. athletes, just because, like, especially for the freshmen and the seniors, because the freshmen it's their first year, the seniors it's their last year, and I know the seniors definitely want to go out with something good. And yeah. it's it's just unfortunate that it had to happen their senior year. Yeah, and um, I was and like then, we like then, I, I couldn't come and visit Michigan before I chose to sign here. And um so I didn't knew what I was coming coming to, because uh, this was during the times of COVID as well. And uh I definitely agree that it will ruin much of the 
college experience by having a season now because the season won't be as other seasons have been. And you're like expecting to have people attending the games and it will be like a nice atmosphere and but it just be like ruined of restrictions and uh, things like that. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, how would you, how do you think the seasons would look like in the future? Like, do you think the, like, college, just like the conferences or like just NCAA in general will come together and like create more of a professional atmosphere? Like, how, like, how NBA, the Champions League, the MLS, all those like professional leagues, how they are restricted. Do you yeah, think that's... that college sports would be able to like do that? Or do you think like in the coming year, we won't really, there might not be as much of a worry about COVID? Well, I think, um, I think COVID is going to stay in the society for a, for a long time. And that, there are many of the restrictions that you have today will probably keep on going after COVID as well. Um, and uh, but as of like compared to European leagues, I think that um, COVID might be good because you can get like a change of season here in the here in the US because the season is pretty short and there's a lot of game in a short time time of period. But in other countries, you have a longer season uh, and you also have more games but the games are stretched more out throughout the year and I was I was really hoping for especially with the men's soccer that you would have either uh, two seasons a year or a season uh, as it usually has been and then a new season in uh, in the spring yeah definitely um what how would you look at like how if NCAA changed the the format of just like sports? Like, say, I know a bunch of sports have transitioned to become spring sports this year, and I know it's very different for a bunch of them. And I know I also know that there's gonna be NCAA tournaments in the spring so like how would you think that would work because there's probably going to be like over like 50 or 60 different sports competing in the spring yeah so um from earlier i'm i haven't been very familiar with uh the college sports and how it's run but from what i understand is that by having so many sports playing simultaneously, it will probably harm many of the individual sports. Uh, and some sports won't get as much attention as it usually would have. Uh, and that goes for like, it's the same, like probably will ruin a bit of the student athlete experience. Yeah. Um, also, I feel like just this whole situation I know at Michigan there's been a bunch of there's been a bunch of cases within a bunch of other teams. So I want to know like how would uh, or how or what would Michigan do to like 
prevent these random outbursts within the team of COVID. Of COVID. I want to know, like, why and, like, what causes them to do or, like, to get the get the virus, but also, like, if these protocols, like, actually work. I know, I know recently in training, we were told that we had it all wrong for the mask situation, how um, in high intensity activities, you're actually allowed to have your mask off, but in low intensity activities, like a cool down or like just getting gear, you're not allowed to have the mask because like before that, it was the total opposite. Everything was with a mask except for like little breaks where we'd go grab water or even do our warm up or like cool down. But now it's like completely changed. And I, and I was a bit confused just because like, if you're, if you're training high intensity without a mask, what, what difference does it make if you just can't have the mask at all? Or like if, what difference does it make to have a mask at all? Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Cause, um, it can make you, uh, well, I would say that it, it might be a, from a different perspective. You can say it's like a part of loosening up a bit um, by allowing to not use a mask in certain areas when you're training. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously, the best part to loosen up first would be the parts where you're training with the highest intensity because that's when you're going to notice the most difference by wearing a mask and not wearing a mask. Yeah. Um, but I totally agree that it's like you're getting a bit confused uh, about certain rules and the change changes of certain rules. And uh, yeah. it's like watching sports in Europe. You see the players are not – their players are sitting on the bench. They're sitting with like one feet – three feet distance and with masks on the bench. Mm-hmm. But they're celebrating with their teammates whenever they score and their teammates are – playing without a mask and with contact on the field. So it doesn't really make sense why they should social distancing on the bench and wear masks on the bench. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Because especially watching, like, the Champions League games, even, like, in the NBA, you see that, like, you, one, one player hits a buzzer beater and the whole, like, team rushes onto the field. Yeah. Or, the I mean, the court. And I... I feel like the people with the masks and the people without the masks, either way, they're, they're get, if someone has COVID or anything on the court or the field, whatever, whatever you're playing on, you come in contact with that, whether yeah. or not you have the mask on or not. And like, don't get me wrong. I'm like, I'm not like anything. It's just like, I don't really understand the full-on rules about it. Um, yeah, and, and like and that, uh, in the U.S., you're you're like you have to like you, your people wear masks, but in Norway, no one wears masks, and no one has wear any mask uh, throughout like the time of COVID, uh, and it's never been recommended by the government either. So, and still, our country was able to to beat COVID um, 
until the country opened up again and there's been a little bit of a rise in in uh in covid cases again but still there's no like recommendations of wearing masks so yeah it's like difficult to say what is there necess- like the mask obviously protects you in a certain bit but does it affect does it have a, a huge enough effect to like stop the spread of the virus in larger groups yeah i i totally agree um i also feel that like with the mask you or with the whole mask situation especially in the u.s there's definitely people who want to wear the mask and in a country like the u.s where like you have people that just don't care yeah but you also have people that like want to change the curve they want like this whole outbreak to just finish already and it's like honestly become a situation where i feel like a lot of the people that just don't care maybe like some of those kids that are in like college or high school that just go out partying every day but also that like they they don't care enough about the community as a whole yeah actually like know that this is serious it it will spread more and more and we've only made it past like the first wave so yeah um... it'll it'll only get worse unless people are actually starting to do something about it yeah, and like in order to beat the virus as well, you have to have like the capacity of uh, surveil- surveillance testing and like uh, be able to test enough and like try to try to find out who's been in contact with the virus and who's not. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's comes with the sports as well, because it's easier to do that with the professional sports because it's obviously got a bigger budget and they've got more money and people to do it. So I definitely think that's the reason as well that professional sports can go on, but not college sports because they can test more and they can track more uh, than uh, like the Big Ten can. Yeah, I guess I guess now that more the more we talk about this, I see it more. I feel like yeah, the discipline within professional players and college players is much different because college. Everyone thinks of college as like, oh my god, it's, it's gonna be a big time go partying. Yeah, like we're gonna do everything, and then you get once you're out of college, you're in the professional world. It's a job, and exactly you're risking your job if if you get COVID or like anything, honestly. Yeah, like, that's um, um, a couple of friends of mine, uh, you know, with that place uh, in the professional league they were not allowed to meet anyone at any given time. And they were not allowed, even though the the spread of the virus was pretty low, they were still not allowed to be seen out in public. And if they were, they, they were going to be sanctioned by the team because if one gets the virus, the whole team is out. And like the effects that has on a professional team is just too big. And it can like, it can impact your contract and your salary and things like that. Definitely. Um, also, I feel like the college kids, it's different. Like, 
I don't know if you heard, but at Louisville, there were a couple yeah. kids on the soccer team who threw a party. And I guess, like, since Louisville is in one of those Power Five conferences, the, I mean, the, like, punishment is definitely a lot more intense because yeah. the Power Five conferences kind of control most of college sports. And I know a couple of through the party picked off a team now suspended. And later on, freshmen at the party or something, they all got tested. And two of them and Exactly. And like, I feel like from a college player standpoint, you might, you just kind of have to like think about it more. Think about like what you're doing and you understand that like it honestly can, can get the disease. So I think that's all the time we have today, Jens. Thank you for talking with me about this topic. Yeah, we just have have to sit tight and wait and play. Um, and meanwhile, just do our best to prevent the spread of the virus and prepare ourselves for whenever we can play again. Exactly. Make sure we're following those protocols. All right. Goodbye. Good talking to you.